Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 139 of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast with myself, Barry Drake. Two uh, great guests on the podcast uh, this week and uh, we'll be highlighting the Casco A1 Derby that got underway at Curraheen Park last Saturday night. And we'll start by welcoming the uh, racing manager of Curraheen Park, Brian Collins, to the programme. Hello to you, Brian, and uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. No problem. You're more than welcome, Barry. As I said, um, Brian, the Casco A1 Derby got off to a, a flying start um, last Saturday night at Curraheen Park. Terrific race and great crowd, brilliant atmosphere. And uh, I suppose, first of all, you must be delighted to have Casco on board. Absolutely, yeah. Look, it's it's, it's always a fantastic event, the A1 stick. And, um, you know, Casco coming on board, I suppose we, we thought we might get 36 or we'd be hoping for 48 entries. Um, but to get over 60 entries was incredible. And... Um, you know, it just started with a, a bang Saturday night. It was just a fantastic first round. Um, absolutely delighted with it and delighted to have Casco on board. Yeah, very good. And I suppose it's kind of perfect timing too, um, Brian, of course, only a couple of weeks away um, to the, the Irish Greyhound Lords, of course, and, you know, Bear One Racing um, on board as well with the, um, you know, friends and supporters of Cork Greyhound Racing. And you'll also have the Bart Leahy Memorial A2 with 10,000 euros to the winner. So plenty of options uh, for all these talented greyhounds that were in, were in action last weekend. Yeah, so I suppose, look, all the one stake always will historically be running in August into early September, and the thinking behind that, obviously, is a lead into the Lords and, you know, those swinging. I suppose the added advantage last year, and this year more so, with, with the additional prize money for the for the, the Barclay Memorial, is, is that, you know, I suppose if you go up and grade up to open class, you have a chance of going for the Lords, and if you go down to a tours, you know, worse, you can go for the Bartley for the A2 stakes so look there's options there for all the dogs in it. and I think a lot of people that came to the stakes said look we'll, we'll have a go off this and see how the dogs run and if they run well then we'll, we might look at Lars or you know they can go either way so there's options there and you know that's just the whole idea of, of, of the event you know Yeah definitely yeah, perfect timing so just a quick tr- run through some of the winners last weekend we started with Jack Tavern Bowl 2-1 in great style uh, making the most of the dropping class to win in 28-34 owned by the Pillar Syndicate trained by Graham Holland looks a leading player for outright glory yeah, looks look, you know, I mean, kind of took it up just between the first two bins and drew clear. Look, really, really impressive, uh, well supported in the ring. Now, to be fair, um, as you said, probably the dropping class, uh, small, but you know, but yeah, really, really going to be one to take a lot of beating. Um, mighty impressive start. Yeah, without a doubt, and uh, the same can be said about the winner of heat number two. Looks uh, an exciting youngster, December puppy for Liam Mannix and Patrick Pine, trained by Karen Lynch, who had a, a great night. Twenty-eight forty-four, two wins now from three career outings. Um, certainly a, a young greyhound going places. Yeah, very decent look, I suppose. When you go into A1 and that sort of company, it's tough, especially when you're only running your second or third or fourth race. It's it's very hard, but really impressive now. Bombed away, done everything right. You know, in fairness now to Commons Rebel, ran a miller in behind, um, you know, just failed to get up on the line. Um, but like, yeah, really, really exciting pup. And you'd imagine there'd be a lot more improvement, you know, being so young. Yeah, that's exactly it, Brian. And on to heat number three, Dells or Bells is a greyhound that's giving Paul and Edmund Canary uh, plenty to talk about in recent months. And uh, she made the most of the inside draw uh, to win in 28-51, winning comfortably there. 
Yeah, she's 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 a real, really good lady. She came to Cork some time ago, and I can't ever remember her running a bad race in Cork. She just loves the place. Obviously, she 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 wants to be drawn near the rails, but you know she's a real, really nice lady. I mean, she's a dream greyhound because she gives it all every time and has some really nice runs around Cork and was really impressive. Now Saturday night, um, and and another one if if continues in that form would have would take an awful lot of beating. Yeah, great to see her running well for the Killer Kennel. Um, heat number four, Ballymac Opera may lack a touch of early pace, but none will be finishing as well. Uh, Liam Dowling's uh, tracker returning to winning ways there in 28.65. Yeah, as you said, you know, came from well off the pace now last week. Um, you know, showed enormous pace down the back and coming home. Um, you know, I suppose your only concern would be the lack of, of early pace, but, you know, if there's any bit of trouble at all, she's going to take advantage. She's she's awful fast, you know. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, we had plenty of great content, of course, on our Curraheen Park uh, Facebook page from uh, Saturday night. And uh, I think the, the biggest hit of them all was the young um, O'Many brother and sister Ryan and Quiva. And the O'Many kennel had a night to remember, of course, with a Greyhound Millridge Levy uh, reaching the quarterfinals of the Boyle Sports Irish Greyhound Derby on Saturday night. But they had a triple in Curraheen Park. And uh, Millridge Timmy was the first of the winners in, in 28.51. And great to see the young talent coming through as well in our great sport, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, they're great supporters again. They work very hard in this, and all the O'Many families, you know, they're, they're they're great to deal with. Um, you know, they have a really nice kennel of dogs at the moment, and you know, Millridge Timmy, again, you know, once once he leads, he's very hard to beat. He's was mighty impressive Saturday night, you know. Um, and as you said, it, it, with the kennel in, in the form it's in, they'll take an awful lot of beating. Yeah, a great night uh, in, indeed. And uh, on to heat number six, Peroni Oni was the one that surprised me um, on Saturday night. Obviously thought it was a nice dog, but went on to post 28-20 and beat a, a young greyhound orchard legacy who was backed as if the feet was out of the question. I thought that showed a lot of pace in the feet as well, but it was uh, one for the um, hold on to your hat syndicate and uh, local trainer Karen Lynch. Yeah, this dog, this dog was a big money purchase some time ago, and you know came with a reputation and showed a lot of early in a few races. Probably lost his way a small bit, but you know definitely bounced back to form. Mightily impressive and has has great early. Um, Kieran always felt he was a nice dog, um, and as you said, Orchard Legacy showed a lot of pace in, in the unraced day here in July, um, and showed. Terrific pace again, and lost nothing in defeat now, and definitely will have a big say in the stake going forward. Like two really impressive hounds, you know. And in fairness, now strike at Alice stayed on well in third as well. But you know, Peronioni and, and Orchard Legacy would have a big say in the stake yet. Like we're both really, really impressive. Yeah, fantastic uh, contest for sure. Rebel Ocean uh, was the next of the Karen Lynch uh, winners. Uh, Vincent O'Keefe, the owner, and uh, an October puppy that that just keeps improving. Twenty-eight fifty-three. Mm-hmm. Doing everything right, um, you know. Doing everything right, you know. Comes away very smart, and um, you know. Look, another one, Kieran's Kinler, obviously in flying form as well, you know. And Mendelssohn, I thought showed a lot of pace coming home last week as well. Um, and Benny McAggy, you know, caught a bit of trouble early on and stayed on. But yeah, Rebel Ocean doing everything right, you know. Keep coming away like that and taking off that beating. Yeah, certainly, uh, Graham. That's uh, getting better and better. Millridge, Bobby dominated from start to finish in heat number eight. This was the second of, of the O'Many winners on the night, and twenty-eight fifty-five in the clock. Lovely early dash. 
lovely early dash as well and likes the rails draw done everything right you know in fairness now Bartholomew Bert- Shaman second lost nothing in defeat got a bit of crowding early on in, in, in first bend and talk stayed on really really well you know um, but yeah Millridge Bobby done everything right and look just again if he, pop, if he pings the lids like he did take an awful lot of beating and there's an awful lot of dogs there on the 28.40 mark that are taking an awful lot of beating if they're well drawn yeah, uh, as I said, another really, really good performance there. Heat number nine went the way of strike at Merlin. This um, had twenty eight sixty in qualifying. Hasn't um, you know repeated that yet? But at the same time, looks a very talented December puppy. Twenty eight ninety three in the clock, trained by young trainer Ryan McCarthy, um, who is um, you know a, ma- a young man that uh, clearly knows the time of day. Absolutely, yeah, and he puts a lot of time and effort into his dogs himself and his dad. And you know, I mean, I think he probably came into the unrace stake a bit raw compared to some of the others. You know, very novicey. Um, I mean, Ryan would probably tell you that himself. That he he probably wouldn't have had the schooling as some of the others. Like, but clearly he's very very fast, and he looks a puppyish sort even in the way he he reacts around the place. But uh, has an awful lot of pace, and he's definitely a dog I would imagine would improve an awful lot over the coming months because he hasn't been over school like from what they tell me and he looks like a pup that's going to be on the up I thought he showed a terrific pace last week you know um, you know mighty impressive and I think could see an awful lot of improvement there Ben McCarrigan second I thought ran really well as well you know and of course the old stage of Brogan Highway like does he ever run a bad race you know yeah, what a fantastic uh, servant there for the O'Donoghue um, connections there. On to the, the final heat, it was a messy enough affair early, but uh, Burgess Bulger uh, found himself in a good position and uh, stuck to his task well in the closing stages uh, to win for Sheila Splane and JJ Fennelly, 29.05. That's right, yeah, look, um, it, as you said, it was a messy affair, a bit of trouble early on. Uh, to be fair to Burgess Bulger, didn't come away well, but showed a lot of pace now, in fairness, to, to get up and win. Um you know, you'd imagine he he'd have um he'd have a bit of improvement to do, but there's a lot more in the tank because, you know, he's not gonna get he had to come around with a lot of dogs to be fair. I mean, you'd imagine the twin time of two nine oh five isn't a true reflection of, of any of the dogs in that heat. Um but yeah, another one that, that can run. Yeah, look, and, and very much looking forward to it. Look, it's a real um, exciting time, I suppose, at Curraheen Park at the moment, Brian, with the Casco Derby leading into uh, the two big events that we mentioned earlier on, Bear One Racing on board with the friends and supporters of Cork Greyhound Racing, Irish Greyhound Lords, and the Bartley Memorial. Um, you know, it's just, uh, as I said, a fantastic buzz around and, and so much to look forward to over the course of the next couple of months. Yeah, look, we have some really nice stakes coming up, obviously, with the lawyers and so on. But, um, yeah, there's some good competitive racing. And, like, I suppose there's something for all dogs at the moment. We're lucky enough that we've, we've some nice sponsors on board. And, um, you know, the supporters club are, are running some lovely middle-of-the-road grade stakes as well. So there's something for everyone. And, and I suppose the other thing is there's some good open racing as well at, at, on the Saturday nights now with, the, you know, high-quality getting-out stakes. Yeah, and of course, look, the uh, Casco uh, A1 Derby will certainly take some winning over the course of the next couple of weeks as well. It's a high-class event, Brian. High-class event, yeah. And look, you'll be hoping that there'll be a lot of large dogs come out of it. We've seen a lot of them already. And I mean, while we've only highlighted the winners here today, there's an awful lot left in the stake that will have a lot to say in it. And, you know, look, we're looking forward to four, four more fantastic nights of it.
Yeah, without a doubt. And of course, look, obviously, we have the quarterfinals of the Boyle Sports Irish Ground Derby, you know, at the, the, the weekend. And a couple of real, you know, um, fast starting grounds have been knocked out over the course of the last couple of weeks. Even last night, we see a wonderful uh, conclusion to the Bar One uh, sprint there at Dundalk last night. Uh, 20,000 euros to the winner, won by Carrick Aldo, of course, um, who looks a sensational performer for Thomas Glynn and David Murray. I know David was interviewed after, and he said, Cork, um, he'll be chasing the Bar One money again down in Cork of course and he came so close a couple of years ago with a ground with a, a similar profile in the shape of Brody's Magic 2080 last night um, on the clock there the fastest bar one winner ever uh, Brian so it'd be great to see them in Cork Absolutely yeah the bar one is always a good uh, indicator of dogs like many of the dogs that run well over or the distance in, in Dundalk take the Cork well um, you know we've been keeping an eye on it and we always trying to watch out for a few Hopefully that will come down, and it's great to see that they're going to be coming. Um, you'd imagine he'll take the cork well, and only look, look, we can't wait to see all these dogs coming. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, very well said. I think we'll um, leave it at that, Brian. It was great um, catching up with you on the podcast. Of course, we'll have Massey O'Leary next, uh, representative of Casco. Um, just before we finish up, anything else you'd like to add? No, no. Um, I suppose just to, just to say thanks to yourself for all the you've given us all the last number of weeks, and uh, you just said to people, look. Come along on, on Friday and Saturday night. There's plenty of good racing. We've uh, Friday night we've the first round of the um, Finn Memorial unraced. We've six heats to that fantastic card again Friday night. And of course, as you said, Saturday night with the second round of the of the Casco Derby. Yeah, I look very much looking forward to it, Brian. Thanks so much, Curraheen Park. Very much the place to be uh, for the next couple of months with all the high class racing. Now, of course, there was um, fantastic news uh, for Curraheen Park over the course of the last uh, week or so with the announcement that um, Casco were going to sponsor the uh, A1 stake at Curraheen Park, which will take place over the course of the next couple of weeks. And it really is a wonderful event uh, with terrific uh, prize money. Of course, the lucky winner will pick up uh, 6,000 euros, um, an unbelievable entry uh, with um, you know so many fantastic trackers involved as well. Uh, 10 heats, of course, um, so... Uh, really was um, you know a popular entry and we're going to speak with a man now who's going to speak about um, I suppose the, the sponsorship from Casco and he's a, a great greyhound man himself he's produced some wonderful greyhounds over the years and they're very passionate about the sport no doubt and that of course is uh, Massey O'Leary Massey uh, thanks for taking time out to um, join us on the podcast And of course, Massey, as I said, um, you're a very passionate Greyhound supporter yourself and you've enjoyed some, you know, plenty of great success over the years with dogs. Yeah, I've been involved in dogs for a long time, since the early 70s. I breed a couple of bitches every year and uh, I raise them and move them on or I keep them. That's the way I do. I've just, I've, I have a passion for Greyhounds. And like, I like Greyhounds. Uh, I started training my own Greyhounds probably about, 15, 20 years ago when I put up my own my own gallop at home. I've got a, bit of a, a small bit of a farm where I rear them. And uh, prior to that, uh, uh, I, my dogs were trained by uh, John Kiley, a man down from your own country. That's right, a talented man. And before that, Jim Keneally, a man from Newtown, who was a very passionate man about greyhounds and a very particular man about the way he handled dogs. And he was a great man for the get a touch of a dog and move him on. But like I learned a lot from them. But look, I like training myself. I've a, I, I've a passion. To, it's like like anyone that's involved in dogs. It's a labour of love. Like you know what I mean. You're you're half the time you spend half the time dreaming about what you're going to do. And sure, they're all grand when they're at home until they're, the track until the alarm was put on them. But just 
we're in the sport and he went it keeps it keeps the keeps it keeps us going like you know what I mean Barry yeah without a doubt very well said and of course look I know you're you're delighted with the way things are going at your local track in recent times at Curraheen Park there's a an amazing buzz around at the moment yeah yeah there is yeah it's, since the since start of the year since they started to set up the sports club, it has done the places. There's a, there's a complete change. Like there's, every time you go up there now, there's, especially on Saturday night anyway, it's just packed, and there's there's a, a great feel about the place. Like you know what I mean? The, the, that was the, the, the fact that sports club, like there, the, the, there for the small men. Like you know what I mean? They're running stakes A4, A5, A6 stakes there every second week with a nice prize money of between a thousand and fifteen hundred, which is a great addition to the small men. Like and they were the small men that are keeping the whole thing going, like, you know what I mean? And they remember the, the small men that probably buy the bulk of our part, the, the, the Casco Millet. Yeah, talk to us about the Casco, um, obviously, look, wonderful sponsorship to step in and take over this event, but uh, tell us more about Casco, and, and that's obviously something that you've been a big fan of uh, for quite some time. Yeah, that's correct, yeah. Well, basically, I was talking to Jimmy Barry Murphy when I did on Cork, and Brian Collins was there, and I said to him, look, he discussed it with Dick and Tarnan, who owns the business, and he said, we'd love to get involved in a bit of a sponsorship. So uh, I said it to him about three or four weeks, we went out in Cork with a runner the same night, and uh, I said, we'd, we'd, we'd love to get involved, in, and he said, that's great. And next thing, they approached us there about two weeks ago, so we drew this stake, and we were more than delighted to step in, like... Casco, like we, the main product we have in Casco is Casco Millet, which is the one for the greyhounds. Like you know what I mean? That was originally it was brought in from the company was originally set up uh, by it's called BTN Distributors of the name of the company who market and and, and service and supply Casco in Ireland and and in the north of Ireland and as well as in England. We sell a lot of Casco into England, but uh, Millet is the the main product. Like and. and we just sold every week there in the shop in Cork and uh, as you know Dominic and Kathleen and, and Liam have been big supporters of ours for a long time stockists and a big supporters and we probably moving a, a pallet of Casco every week into the into the shop in Cork like and she's a I have been using Casco for a long time myself. There's an awful lot of trainers as well, like. But Casco Millet is the main product we have. It is a 27% protein product, especially formulated by formulated for racing greyhounds and for all types of greyhounds. It was originally brought in from America in the early 70s by uh, the legendary Pat Dalton and by Frank Tarnan, who was the control steward in Philly. They originally set up the company, and it was brought in from America for a number of years, and then it was manufactured in, in England by BP Nutrition, for, a, for I don't know, for so many, so many years later, and then it was transferred to, it has been manufactured now by uh, Versalaga in Belgium. They'd be the leading manufacturer of pet foods in, in Europe. And uh, that, that, that's the way it is made. It is made there. But besides the millet, we have uh, four or five more products for all dogs. I I just run through them. Do yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We have a, a, a Casco Kennel Crunch, which is another. It can be used by greyhounds. It's a lower protein. It's a 21% protein diet. It is used by. Can be used for any type of dogs, but it is a, you can use it in greyhounds as well. And to say, to for maybe retired dogs or work dogs, any type of dogs, like you know what I mean. That maybe then we have Casco Complete, which is another one for the twenty-two percent protein. To there for all types of dogs, all all types of pets, and especially for working dogs, like gun dogs, sheep dogs, any type of working dogs. A lot of them people use that, like. And we have we have a Casco Puppy Growth as well, which is specially formulated for 
for pups and tis a 29% protein to especially formulated. It comes in a 10 kg bag and that's available at all our stockers as well, like, you know what I mean? But uh, it's available there at the Fracking Cork as well, like, you know what I mean? They, 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 Dominic and Kathleen and Liam have been big supporters of the company for a long time and they, they sell it in Cork and they sell it in, in Limerick at the track in Limerick and also at their base in Abbey Field, like, you know what I mean? But they were the main ones for the greyhounds. We have another one then for, for, for a, a Casco cat cats called cats, especially for cats, like. And uh, we also have the range for, of cans of dog food for dogs and cats. And them are the main, them are the main foods we have, like. You know what I mean? We have cans that's called Simba. It is made in Italy. There's three or four different varieties of each, each for the cats and three or four different varieties for the dogs, like. You know what I mean? Like, but there, uh, we, we, ha- we have, we're, we're selling in Casco, all, all, Casco is nationwide, like. We have distributors all over the country. And we've, we're selling quite a lot of Casco in England as well, like. We'd be sending three or four a week and thing then maybe five six some weeks like depending especially in the last six or twelve months so we have picked up a lot of new distributors in England I, I don't know I suppose so the quality of the product is, it, its name sells itself like it is there for the last 50 years like and <laughs> it has stood the course of this course of time so now obviously it is a very good it is a good it is a decent product like the way I have like you know what I mean so without a doubt Massey and, and you touched on a, a couple of wonderful products there no doubt and I suppose you, you touched on, uh, on two great men as well um, we We'll start Pat Dalton, of course, a man that enjoyed the world of success in Greyhound Racing over the course of the last couple of decades, and Frank Thornton as well, a man that's been uh, in, in the news recently with Kinturk Road. Yeah, Frank, and Frank was, was a control student for me for a long number of years, and he's got back into, but since he retired, he's dabbled his hand with an odd Greyhound, like, you know what I mean, and he has this speech now that he, this Kinturk Road that won the deadly 750 and Cork went on to win the Cook-Holland. She, and she won the, she's, uh, she's, she's, also, she's awfully well-bred, like, she's always a great bitch of Liam Dolan's, Barry Macard Minter, like, so, hopefully, she's, uh, she, 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 she's a great stroke of luck for Frank, like, because he's very passionate about the game, like, you know what I mean, and he, Pat Dalton, he was the legendary man, like, he's been involved in the trade for the last 60, 70 years, like, you know what I mean, like, and him, the two of them, them were the two of us that set up the company, like, and they, they obviously see there was a, a marker there for it, like, you know what I mean, and he's grown and grown, and it has stood the test of time, like. Without, without a doubt and I suppose like finally before we finish up as we always say um, you know like sponsors um, it's great to see so many sponsors getting back in, involved in our sport over the course of the last couple of years and it's very important for the for the Greyhound folk to, to support the sponsors Not oh, is of course like you know what I mean just, just some way to a way we saying thank you to the boys the, the men that come in and buy their one and two bags of Casco and the people that buy pallets of Casco office as well like I mean just, just our way of just saying our way of appreciate 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 them and saying look thanks very much lads for the support you've given us and hopefully we, we can we can long may it last like you know what I mean like that tis, and it's a great stake like you know what I mean it's a stake like it's a, a bumper stake for Cork like 6,000 to the winner like there's very few of those stakes come up like you know what I mean like and tis, we, we're delighted to be associated with it, like, uh, yeah, and look, we're, we're delighted here, I suppose, on, on the podcast and uh, to be giving it a fantastic coverage over the course of the next couple of weeks. We're going to have great interviews as well, live from the track, so um, stay tuned to our Curraheen Park Facebook page as well and the podcast and stuff. We'll be giving it uh, the big thumbs up over the course of the next couple of weeks as we come into the, the Laurel, so it's a real um, exciting couple of, uh, I suppose, nearly a couple of months at this stage in Cork with so much to look forward to. Finally, Massey, before we finish up, is there anything else you'd like to add? 
All right, just like to say, like, he's just a fine up. Like, if any one of our listeners, if they want to get any further information about uh, our products or where they're stockist in Ireland or in England, anywhere, they can contact us at our office number in Cashel on 062-61240, or they can info and email us at info at Casco, and we'll be more than delighted to, to deal with them and help them in any way we can. Well, Marcy, look, that's a fantastic way to, to leave it there. We've got all the information out, and uh, we, we appreciate you on behalf of Casco coming on and talking to us on the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast. Uh, continued success with your own uh, Greyhounds, and, of course, um, with uh, Casco, and uh, we look forward to catching up in Curraheen Park over the course of the next couple of weeks. Lovely job, Barry. Thank you very much. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.